Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Back-to-back road wins edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Here are the Flyers of the Vancouver zone of the end wall. Out in front, they score! Goal ball pass right in front of the net, and it's going to be James Van Riemsdyk with his first goal of the year. The Flyers take the 2-1 to one lead. Here are the Flyers of the Vancouver zone of the end wall. Out in front, they score! Goal ball pass right in front of the net, and it's going to be James Van Riemsdyk with his first goal of the year. The Flyers take the 2-1 to one lead. And welcome to a brand new October 29th, Friday, October 29th, Friday of Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Flyers back-to-back road wins. Edmonton on Wednesday and the Vancouver Canucks on Thursday. Four points in the standings. They go from the sixth spot in the division to the third spot. And another great win for the Flyers on the road. And a very different win from the one the night prior. And we're going to talk to Rasmus Versalainen in just a minute. And it's one of the things I want to talk to him about. Because being able to win games in a multiple, a multitude of different ways is a hard thing to do. Some teams, you know, they have success in running gun games. Some teams have success in lock-it-down low-scoring games. Everybody's built different. But to be able to be a team that can be amenable to what's on the table that night and get a win regardless of the style of play is a really important factor here early in the season that I'm certainly not going to overlook. I I think that's really important, and uh, the Flyers showed that the last two nights, the high-flying Edmonton Oilers uh, and a game that featured eight total goals on Wednesday, and then last night, three total goals, no root, no margin for error at all. You know, after the first period, it's 2-1, to one, and you got to protect that one-goal lead for the remainder of the game. And how about the performance on this trip from the Flyers' goaltenders? Hart was the star of the game. On Wednesday against Edmonton, he played fantastic. And then last night, Martin Jones gets his second start, his second win as a flyer. And he was great in the game. 28 shots on goal uh, for the Vancouver Canucks. He makes 27 saves. Even the one that went in technically wasn't even a shot initially. Because when a shot hits the post, it's not counted as a shot. But it hits the post, hits him in the back of the leg, and then goes in the net. It's kind of a fluky goal. Uh, But he played great. He tracked pucks extremely well in traffic. And you could see that Vancouver was trying to put a lot of traffic around him. But he also, and Kim Dillaball talked about this when we had him on uh, the pregame show, the Flyers goaltending coach, that they wanted to move Martin back in the net a little bit and have him play a little bit more conservative depth. Now, what do I mean by that? He was a guy that the last couple of years in San Jose, he was playing on clear-sighted shots from a distance, like the top of the circle and beyond, with his feet outside the blue paint, heels on the on the top of the crease. And that's too, that's too deep. That's taking too much ice. They wanted to move him back into his net a little bit. Every goalie's different. He moves a lot different than Carter Hart. Carter Hart's very explosive laterally and very efficient in his movements. Martin Jones is a little bit bigger and doesn't move that way. And when he's had success in the NHL, he's played a more conservative depth moving him back. And when you move a goalie back into the net, now I'm not talking conservative like Henrik Lundqvist's depth, who who basically his butt was on the goal line and never really left it, but move him back a little bit. And suddenly on those east-west plays, those lateral plays and rebound opportunities, you have a lot less ice to travel to get there 
and it's really benefited his game. And he's been really good on rebounds. He's been really good controlling rebounds, and he's been really good reading plays and tracking pucks. I think we saw that in this game. And he he was phenomenal in the game. It was a great performance. And I remember going back now to when the Flyers played against Boston on that Tuesday night. They opened up their season on a Friday. They had a game Saturday. And then the third game of the season was against Boston on a Tuesday night. And a lot of people were angry that Martin Jones got the start. And some a lot of people were saying uh, they need to start Hart in all four of these home games. It's early in the season. But you got to get your goalie into games. It's a condensed schedule. Tonight was the last night rather was the first of sixteen back to backs, so you got to get him into games. That game made the most sense, and at the utilization so far here early from Elaine Vino is that he's got himself a situation where now he knows he has two goalies he can trust at least at the moment, and he's not going to grind Carter Hart up. You know, you, you play Jones every one out of every four games, and you leave it at that. And you keep everybody as fresh as possible. And when you do that, Carter's better for it because he's not over getting overworked. And Martin Jones is better for it because he's not having a long layoff between starts. And you can simulate games in practice and game situations, but they're not games. So it's important for the backup goalie to play. And it's hard to go 14 days or 18 days between starts. And he was just so good in the game last night. I was so impressed. The other guy that really blew my mind and has been so far this season is the captain, Claude Giroux. Again, as soon as the game starts, he makes a play in the D zone to backhand that puck up the left side to Travis Konechny, who picks it up in stride. And perfect pass to Sean Couturier for the one-time goal. And the Flyers jump out to an early lead in the game. And that's the the kind of plays that you see where it just seems like they're playing faster because they get up the ice so much quicker. Now, is Travis Konechny, Sean Couturier, or Claude Giroux faster at skating this year than they were last year? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But they're playing faster. And that stresses the opponent an incredible amount. And then how about the third goal? You heard it there. I mean, when this game is played like that, it is a beautiful game. There's now three goals, I think it is, that the Flyers have scored by using the end boards. And Giroux sends a diagonal pass off the end boards to Couturier. One touch pass right over to James Van Riemsdyk, who plops it right into the open net. That is just a tremendous play. And Claude Giroux and Sean Couturier, they're like twins, ice twins, because they know what each other's thinking. They are so in sync as hockey players right now to pull off plays like that multiple times against the same team, mind you. Now, they're different plays on different sides of the ice, but they've gotten Vancouver twice with the the diagonal pass off the end boards. And Flyers hang on. They get the win. Each team had eight shots in the third period. Martin Jones took a heavy shot right in the grill of his mask, put a huge dent into it. And, wow, what a great start to this road trip. They'll wrap it up coming up on Saturday when they take on the Calgary Flames. But uh, we're going to get to some Twitter questions in a minute. We're also going to get to James Van Riemsdyk, Tim Saunders, and Steve Coates caught up with them at the, after the game on the Flyers Broadcast Network. But right now, joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily is Flyers defenseman Rasmus Ristolainen. What's going on, Rasmus? What's up? Risto, how you doing, man? Great. Uh, let's talk about the win. 
back-to-back yeah. games. You see Edmonton last night and all that speed. Vancouver's got some speed as well. Not quite like Edmonton, but back-to-back nights, first time this year. You guys feel that physically, plus the, the travel and the time difference? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, first first back of the year, it always uh, you feel a little bit more than uh, normally, but I think we're all in uh, all in uh, great shape and uh, early in the year, so I think we, we battled uh, really well. Risto, winning games in different ways in the NHL is is a, a sign of really good teams. When you can have a, a kind of shootout game where there's eight total goals last night and then a tight hockey game with three total goals, a one-goal win, it is that's something that's rare that a team can play and, and win games in both of those manners. Yeah, I think I especially liked our uh, both third periods. You know, we were – obviously, you would like to be up more than uh, one goal – but that uh, tells we can uh, we can play play tight and defend uh, defend the third period and uh, obviously we had uh, pretty good looks there too. But uh, I like the third period, the way we played and uh, we got a job done both nights. Risto, you've seen a little power play time as well. Um, the power play, well, it looks like there's so many variables and different ways that you guys can attack a team with the additions of guys like you and Keith Yandel and obviously Cam Atkinson and a lot of the talent you have up front. How fun has it been to get a little power play time? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like power play? But, yeah, yeah. it's uh, nice to get out there too bad. Uh, Ryan is injured. We all, all want him back. But when players uh, get out of the lineup, you know, we need uh, some other guys to jump in. And I feel like we have a pretty deep lineup. And, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. And uh, we had a couple of good looks. And uh, one was actually pretty close there. Uh, Risto, you played in Buffalo for so many years. To come to a new team, a new situation, a lot of new faces here, including yourself. But to get off to a good start for you, uh, for the team here as well, with his 4-1-1 start, I imagine that makes it even better. Yeah, I mean, the thing while you play is winning. And you're on the road with the guys. First road trip, it's been fun. We've been playing well. And, I mean, that's the best part of hockey when you win and uh, you enjoy the time with the boys in the locker room. Well, it never gets old, does it, winning? No, no, that's the best thing. <laughs> Risto, thanks for doing this. Safe travels to uh, back to Thank Calgary. You. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks to Rasmus Ristolainen for uh, giving us a quick couple of minutes uh, after the Flyers' victory. And, yeah, winning never gets old, no matter what it is. It's one of those things. Yeah, I don't think you could ever hear somebody say with a serious, straight face, oh, I'm so bored of winning. Impossible, right? Uh, let's get to James Van Riemsdyk. He had a beautiful goal and a beautiful play. Giroux off the end boards to Couturier to JVR for the goal. It turns out to be the game winner. James' first goal of the season. And Tim Saunders and Steve Coates caught up with him after the game on the Flyers Broadcast Network. So much different early in the season. Uh, what Talk about the changes and why has it been so effective? Yeah, you know, I think we're, uh, we're definitely moving the puck around well. We seem to be reading off each other well and... Uh, the more chemistry we get, the more we kind of go through some of these reps in, uh, in the games and stuff like that, I think it's just going to continue to get better. I think we're all smart smart players, and uh, I think, uh, yeah, like I said, the more reps we get, I think we'll keep getting better and better. Time. It's not about, uh, you know, when. It's just a matter, well, it is about when, but getting your first goal takes a lot off your back tonight. Yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, again, I've... Uh, liked a lot about my game uh, early on except uh, just some of the production uh, just chipping in more offensively so it's definitely nice to get one in a in a team win a big win on the road here and uh, hopefully I can keep it rolling you know 25 goals scored already through six games that's impressive enough are you more impressed has it been more of an impact the way you guys have defended and protected leads 
For sure. I think um, just uh, the way we're sticking with our process, sticking with our structure, I don't think you can really point to too many glaring uh, errors each game. I think we're, we're playing uh, the right way and giving ourselves a chance and not trying to shoot ourselves in the foot with uh, trying to do too much. So I think uh, if we continue to do that, we'll have a lot of success this I, year. And I also think that you can see the difference with this team now as a 60-minute hockey club, no matter what. Definitely. I think uh, we brought in some, uh, some veteran guys, uh, some guys... Uh, who've been consistent players uh, throughout their careers and just know how to approach uh, each game and stuff like that. So those guys are fitting well. And um, again, I think our depth is uh, one of the strongest points of our team. So it seems like we'll have different guys every night chipping in to, to help us win games. He got his first goal of the year. It was on the power play. That was the difference in the game as Van Riemsdyk and the Flyers beat the Vancouver Canucks 2-1. James, thanks for doing this and good luck Saturday in Calgary. Thank you. JVR is a guy that if he when he gets confidence, he can score in bunches. So, be on the lookout over the next couple of games for James Van Riemsdyk. Now that he's got one, and he'll keep firing. He'll I, he's one of those guys. He can go on a heater. We saw it last year. We've seen it over his whole career. So we'll see if he. Uh, if this is the beginning of a, a good goal streak or, and point streak for James Van Riemsdyk. Flyers get the 2-1 win. Let's get to some Twitter questions. Put out a note on Twitter saying, hey, let's take some questions tonight. Chris tweets in, Chris Mayer, good man. And he says, Jason, what are your honest thoughts on the special team so far? PP has had some good moments. PK has stepped up when penalties have been taken through six games. Both have looked pretty good in my eyes. Yeah, I think the power play has been the better of the two. I think that the really interesting thing about the, the power play is it doesn't look anything like it's looked over the last seven or eight years. And it looks different game in and game out and power play and power play out. Because, you know, in sports, predictability from an offensive standpoint is an asset to defense. If they know what you're going to do, it's a lot easier to stop. If they don't know what you're going to do, it's very difficult to stop. And the Flyers have attacked the power play from so many different angles. Giroux on the right side. Giroux is a shooter. Giroux is a distributor on the right side, the left side, or even down low. Uh, Couturier has been moving all over. Konechny really been kind of flooding the middle of the ice in that trigger position. And Keith Yandel, I think, makes a huge difference because he's, uh, he's not the power play quarterback that's there for the big shot like Shane Gostaspare was. He's the power play quarterback there to dictate what the other team's giving them as a distributor. And I think that that just has an inherent variability to it. And he's he's a great power play quarterback. I mean, he's got 240-plus points on the power play in his career. So if the shoe fits, wear it. And the Flyers are doing a really good job on the power play. The PK has had uh, moments where I think it's been pretty good. Um, they, you know, even against Edmonton, they gave up a power play goal. We know how good that power play is clicking at darn near 50%. And even the Florida game that they lost four to two, um, they gave up one power play goal, but on seven Florida Panther power plays. So it's coming along. I don't think it's where the power play is yet, but you know, you're going to need special teams. They both need to be good. That's what successful teams have. Jake tweets in and says, what are your thoughts on how the Sanheim Risto pairing has played the last two nights? Thought that they played great in their own zone tonight. I agree. I, I thought they did too. I thought that those two, and Risto in, I think it was the third period, beginning of the third period, had a shift where he was pretty much locked up against Elias Pettersson. And he stayed with him. And look, Pettersson can move. He can, he's light on his skates. He floats when he skates. And Risto's a big man. 
he stayed right with him and just kind of read where he was going to go, rode him out of the play eventually, and Vancouver ended up losing the possession. I mean, that's just one play, but I thought that they were both good, and it looks like they're starting to develop a little bit of chemistry, knowing where the other guy is, and um, I thought Risto had a strong game, and uh, they needed it because Ryan Ellis didn't play again. And, you know, Ivan Provorov and Justin Braun were the top pairing, again, against Vancouver, like they were against the Edmonton Oilers. And first of all, how good has Ivan Provorov been? One of the criticisms of Provorov is that he fumbles a lot of pucks or he mishandles pucks, but we haven't really seen that this year. And despite the fact that he doesn't have points, he hasn't been putting up the offensive numbers, he's been staunch defensively. And look, the, the team, the focus of this offseason was improving from their own zone out, from their crease out. And even without Ryan Ellis now for three games, Ivan Provorov's been excellent. And Ivan Provorov and Justin Braun, do you recall, short of the Provorov penalty in the third period, do you recall Provorov or Braun's name being called in any kind of negative way? Defensemen in the NHL sometimes are like offensive linemen in football. If you don't hear their name, that's a good thing. It means they haven't made a mistake. I think Provorov's been excellent so far this season. And Justin Braun has stepped up very well for the team. Uh, Logan tweets in. He says, I'll be at the game in Calgary on Saturday. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Enjoy it. He said, which player or players need to step up to keep the team energized through the end of this road trip? Also, loving the way Cam Atkinson has looked so far. Yeah, Cam Atkinson has been phenomenal. I mean, you look to the normal guys. I think you're looking for names outside of the normal guys. But you're looking for guys like Atkinson. You're looking for Giroux, Couturier. Uh, you're look, you're going to be looking for James Van Riemsdyk, who got his first goal last night. But as far as other guys that could be in that mix... Maybe Farabee's a guy. He didn't have a point in that game. Uh, maybe you look at a guy like Scott Lawton. Could be another one of those. Because I'm not going to you know, predict that a fourth liner is going to score and then claim that I knew something that nobody else knew. But, I mean, to me, they're a collective team. Whoever's got it going has to make it happen. They're a team that, you know, they don't have that 50-goal scorer. So when, one night when it's Atkinson's night, he carries the heavy load of doing the scoring. Tonight, offensively, it was Giroux and Couturier got it done. But, you know, this team's capable. They have enough offensive power to be able to spread it around and be successful. Remember, a couple years ago, they were seventh in scoring in the 2019-20 season before it got shut down. Jimmy Ivacone tweets in and says, Martin Jones looks good through two games. Is this more a result of the Flyers' overall play, or does he look noticeably, noticeably better than he did with San Jose? Uh, I think it's a combination of both. His uh, structure, Jim, in San Jose around him was a mess for years. Like, we saw last year what poor goalie environment can do to a good goalie. And we saw it with Brian Elliott last year and obviously Carter Hart and, and just an insane amount of goals allowed and chances off the rush and high-danger chance, all that. We saw it firsthand. Uh, Martin Jones has lived that nightmare for years. That's what San Jose is with Carlson and Burns and Mark Edward Vlasic. Not a good environment. And that's why a lot of his structure to his game broke down. I think part of it is he's gotten practice time. Part of it is he's getting rest. Part of it is he's transitioning to be a backup goaltender, not one that has played the most games the last five years in the NHL. So he's more well-rested. I think the part about him playing a little deep in his net is paying di big dividends. He's tracking the puck well, and now he's got confidence. 
on a team that's off to a really good start and hockey's fun again. I think all those things could be really infectious. So that's a good thing. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Daily. Everybody, have a great Friday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Another day of episodes. The Flyers will take on the Flames Saturday night at 10 o'clock. But have a great Friday. Start to the weekend, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily. The